Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So is official entry music here for Drew McIntyre? Yes, sir. Uh, in a couple minutes, uh, WWE star Drew McIntyre is going to join us. Uh, we'll chat uh, with him. Royal Rumble tickets go on sale tomorrow. They'll be over in the Tampa Bay area, so we'll uh, chat with uh, McIntyre. So, so can I share a story as we wait for Drew to join us? Um, so I grew up in South Florida, born in New York, grew up in South Florida, and um, my dad wasn't a wrestling fan. Like my dad, well. Back then, the USA Network would carry wrestling from Madison Square Garden when mm. Bruno Sammartino or sure. Bob Backlund was wrestling. But when you you grow up in Florida, from Florida Championship Wrestling with Gordon Soley or the NWA, it was a big deal. And I had a friend whose dad was into wrestling. So whenever there was a big either Florida Championship Wrestling card or like the NWA at the Miami Beach Convention Center, <laughs> he would anymore. take us to wrestling. That's so awesome. my first experience of wrestling live is at the Miami Beach Convention Center, seeing Dusty Rhodes, uh, and it, you know Dusty comes out, and you're like, God, "What is that thing there?" You know, and then Harley Race, where you're like, "This guy's an unbelievable champion." You're like. He looks like some fat dude drinking beer in a softball game and so forth, right? Um, or, you know, the Briscoes were there or something like that. But I remember one night we went down and Dusty was wrestling. And it was for a championship. And when Dusty won, it was like the greatest moment of our lives. Like everyone is celebrating and so forth. So we're on the drive back, Okay. I don't remember what Eddie's dad's name was. The kid was Eddie, but I don't remember what his dad's name was. And it's the dad, and it's three of us. And I, I'm maybe nine or ten, okay? Mm-hmm. And everyone's celebrating, right? And the dad wants to pull over. Goes inside. He comes back out like a great dad. What does he have? He's got a six-pack that he wants to share with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Right? And, you yeah, know, I mean, again, when you're 9 or 10, you don't <laughs> think right. about all stuff like, should he be driving? Should yeah, we no. So he gets in the car, and, you know, it's in the plastic six-pack thing, right? Sure. So he rips it off, and he gives everybody a beer. And celebrate, boys. Opens up and take a toast, and the beer pops over the place. Maybe I took, like, a sip or two. I think all the kids were, like, you know, just a sip. And I, I think at some point his dad was like, well, if you're not going to finish it, and so forth, right? So you get home, and my parents are, you know, they're up making sure you get home okay and everything. And I think my mom was like, so how was it? It was great and everything. And then I remember the story because my mom would tell me years later, it's like, 
So what did you guys do? You know, we had great seats match. And on the way home, Eddie's dad stopped and, 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 and got his soda and chips on the way home. <laughs> like I pivoted in the story yeah. and so forth. And my mom would find out because Eddie's mom would say, hey, just so you know, you know, he stopped and, and, and they laughed about it. But, but I, I paused and go, well, he stopped and got soda and chips on yeah, soda and uh, chips, the right? way home. Because so yeah, you didn't smell like beer or anything. No, 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 no. I maybe took a sip and like, it was one of those things, like, yeah, we're guys and we just went to wrestling and isn't that awesome and so forth. <laughs> and that's the extent of uh, that night. Uh, but I, I do remember the several matches uh, or, or several times that, you know, you went. Miami Beach Convention Center. In South Florida, that was the Mecca. Uh, the Mecca. I mean, there was a Fort Lauderdale Armory that I would go to a few matches. Uh, but when you were going to the Miami Beach Convention Center, that was that was a big night uh, for wrestling. Uh, and, you know, when Dusty was in his prime, a little bit of Ric Flair. Ric didn't show up that often down there. But uh, those were big. And went to... I think we went to a couple of tapings when they did Florida Championship Wrestling. It's like, ah, there's Gordon Zoli. Oh, my goodness. Can't believe it. Were any of those things on TV? Uh, well, the Florida Championship Wrestling ones, they taped. and um, But I don't think the stuff at the convention center, I don't, I, I don't think it was on pay-per-view back then or anything like that. It was just this crazy night, and thousands of people just packed in that place, and I don't even know how many matches. I, I there's some nights like 15 matches that were going on, and you know, it, it, it wasn't like it is now where you're kind of working with the TV schedule and dark matches and things like that. It was just people going crazy down there at uh, the convention center. But those were the days back in the mid and late 70s into the uh, uh, early uh, 80s. Uh, a little bit different today, though, when it comes to the shows. And uh, tickets to the Royal Rumble do go on sale tomorrow over in the Tampa Bay area at Tropicana Field. And WWE superstar Drew McIntyre is kind of joining us. Drew, good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm absolutely excellent. Thank you for having me. Um, okay, so, so so you won uh, this event a couple years ago, and, and uh, three years ago, and a couple years ago eliminated the finish. Can you take me through, when you're doing a stadium event, what that rush is like moments before you come out. Ooh, it's no feeling like it. Um, you have tens of thousands of people out there. And um, in the case of the Royal Rumble, um, they don't know who's coming out next, which is pretty you know, exciting for the fans, for anybody watching. Um, the Royal Rumble has 30 superstars. We've got a male rumble and a female rumble. 30 superstars, a new one coming in every two minutes. The fans count down 10 to 1, and then they wait to see who comes out. And if you're coming out next, you're standing there backstage like, oh, I hope they're going to cheer. There's a lot of people out there. There's nothing worse, which I've heard before when I first started. When it gets to you, 3, 2, 1, your music plays, and it's indifference or silence. It's no worse <laughs> feeling. But these, but these especially the you know, Tropicana hosts 45,000 people. You don't want, you don't want silence of 45,000 people. But these days, generally, you know, after putting in my time, it's exciting to hear the reaction when we get three, two, one. My sword effect and hits, my music hits, and you hear everybody reacting the way they react, which is generally cheers and your adrenaline goes right through the roof. So I can't wait to hear the fans react for everybody on the show, but more specifically for McIntyre. 
How do you pace yourself for a, 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 a battle royale format like this of the Royal Rumble? Because as you said, you can come out early and you're trying to survive for what ends up being a long time. Yeah, you want to. You'd rather be number thirty, so you come out and it's right at the end, and it's a lot easier <laughs> to win. But you know, it's fun being out early. Last year for the Royal Rumble, you know, I was out pretty early, and um, the fellow um, superstar Sheamus was out there. We've been buddies for like twenty years. We love beating up people, and uh, we decided to team up, and we just spent about forty-five minutes beating everybody up. And you know, Brock Lesnar came out at one point with a big smile on his face, so we had a big smile on our face, and. This was not something that was planned whatsoever. He just locked eyes with us. We were both like, come on then, Brock, we dare you. He was loving it. Brock loves to fight, obviously. So he got in the ring. Jay was like, DJ, I went, get him. He just jumped on Brock. And I don't know how he did it. I mean, I know how he did it. He's an absolute animal. But suddenly, Seamus, like 6'3", 265, was suddenly on his face. And then Brock was behind me. I'm 6'5", 280. And I was German suplex in the back of my head. It all happened within about three seconds. And I kind of looked at Seamus and went, what just happened? <laughs> I remember, I just remember saying, get him, and suddenly we're both on the ground. Remind me not to tag Brock with that. <laughs> uh, Drew McIntyre's with us again. The WWE Superstar tickets to the Royal Rumble in the Tampa Bay area go on sale tomorrow for what's going to be a big weekend of action. You started at the age of 15. Do you remember your first professional wrestling match? I do. I got a concussion in 10 seconds and uh, got stomped to pieces by a full grown man. And I had boot prints all over my back, and my dad said, you're crazy if you keep doing this. But you, I'm crazy. Yeah, but you did. Do you remember your first championship belt and what that was like? Uh, yes. I won the title for my local company in British Championship Wrestling um, in Kilmarnock in Scotland, which is Ayrshire, very close to my hometown of Ayr. Basically, I'm from a place called Ayr which is the center town. We have the Shire, kind of like the Hobbits. All the little towns around it is the Shire. So I won the title in the Shire, my very first title. Um, I know uh, Rangers FC and the Scottish Premiership, you have a great passion for that. Uh, how much are you able to keep up with all of your travel? They just switched managers this past week over there. Yeah, it is. I'm overdue, I guess, but... Yeah, I keep up with it a lot. It's hard to watch the games just because uh, they don't show a lot of Scottish games um, in America. And it's more of the English Premiership. But yeah, it's been hard to be a Rangers fan <laughs> recently. But um, you know, I, I keep I keep keep positive, trying to be optimistic about the future. We're going to get back on track. Is there Celtic again? Is there an all-time opponent for Drew McIntyre uh, of the greats that came before you? that you say, I would have loved to have had a stadium match with that guy? He has a couple. Brett the Hitman Hart was my favorite growing up. would love to have had a match with him. Um, you know, there's a legendary stadium match that was in London at Wembley Stadium, the British Bulldog and Bret Hart, which was such a great match. So I'd love to you know, have replicated that with taking the part of the British Bulldog, being British myself. But also, you know, Shawn Michaels, someone else I've worked with over the years and was such a big game performer, so incredible in the ring. When it came to those, you know, stadium matches, he really wanted to steal the show and give the fans the best match possible. And uh, he would sacrifice himself in every way. He was a smaller guy. So when I'm in the ring uh, with a smaller guy being 6'5", 280, I love to throw them about all over the place. And I know with Shawn, I'd have been chucking around from pillar to post if we had a big match. Drew, why does this still resonate so well with fans? You've done this for a while. 
it's a compliment to people like yourself and and obviously folks behind the scenes. I know Triple H plays a big role in that. But why does this still resonate with fans that WWE is as big as it's ever been? Uh, I just, it speaks to everybody, and you don't even have to, to speak the language to understand what's going on in WWE. Um, it's like you know any film, book, or anything you read. You get protagonist, antagonist. You get the conflict, but the resolution is so much cooler that we solve our problems in the WWE ring. And our fans are so passionate, they're so part of the show, so involved in the show. Um, it's so fun to watch and so fun to be part of that audience. And I signed in 2007, I didn't think wrestling could get any bigger. It obviously came from the smoky armories of the past into arenas, into stadiums. And from my time within the company, I've watched the WWE Network develop, which led into WWE on Peacock. I've watched the TV deals just get so much bigger and bigger. The company used to pay to be on television. Now you see multiple billion dollar deals and decay. Every show we do now breaks records for ticket sales, for merchandise sales, everywhere sold out. And it's just incredible to be part of it. But just see how far uh, WWE's come and the huge global footprint we currently have. Uh, it's the 37th Royal Rumble coming to Tampa Bay. Uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. If you go to royalrumble.com, royalrumble.com, you can get all the information. The event is on the 27th of January at Tropicana Field. He'll be part of it. Uh, he won this a few years ago and uh, would probably be in position to win it again, Drew McIntyre. Drew, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much, buddy, for the time. I'll see everybody at Royal Rumble. There you go, Drew McIntyre. Notice I got out before the ten minute window closed. Nice Did you job. notice? Did you notice? Nice job. Just because someone else pushed the window doesn't mean we're going to abuse it. That keeps you in good standing, so they'll come back to you again and keep you in mind. So, yeah, good for you. Does he have an accent? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell. Uh, couldn't tell by that. But uh, he's a big dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked you didn't take the extra two minutes. But yeah, that was a good. That was a good. Start. No, no, no. Whoever screwed the timeline up for this, they're gonna know. I, I, I've done this long enough. You've done this long enough. Yeah, you, I know. If you abuse the window, yeah, you don't get. Then you're back. not likely to get. You know. So, so if you go, hey, wait, the Daniels in Orlando just go like eight fifty instead of ten. They put you down a little extra smiling face well, right some, there. Some, so some, forth, yeah, so. yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre, big guy and. One of the key stars for WWE. And again, RoyalRumble.com for ticket information of uh, the event uh, in January. Uh, and then two days later, they're doing Rod Amelie. So that's, you know, like they've done here in Orlando when they're doing outside event. And mm-hmm. you're there for uh, Raw. Come back. we got a history lesson next. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.